0: Welcome back to the HORT Report podcast. I'm Chris Manning, and today I'm back with Eric Smith, and also wel- welcoming Mike Derubo from Biosafe Systems. Guys, how are you?
1: Doing good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having us, Chris. Yeah, doing great, Chris. Appreciate the opportunity.
0: So, last time we talked, uh, we talked about how. We spoke about the importance of greenhouse sanitation and line cleaning, and today we will be discussing fall ornamental production and some of the challenges of disease and pest control for those crops.
2: That's right, Chris. last time we talked about sanitation, the importance of of greenhouse sanitation, and I'd like to reiterate real quick how important it is for growers to keep up with those sanitation efforts in their facilities uh, by keeping their irrigation lines and pots and trays and benches clean and treated with something like a PAA-based chemistry designed to kill the spores of uh, fungus and other, other pathogens, even in their dormant state, You know, uh, uh, they always say a uh, uh, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and this is certainly that ounce of prevention.
0: So that's great. And let, now let's move on to some fall production issues. So I have spoken to many growers, as I'm sure you guys have as well, that begin their fall production by using by root cuttings. Um, and what are some things that can be done to ensure the health of the plant, during such a critical phase of development.
2: Well, a good habit to get into is to sanitize the cuttings and growing media uh, prior to sticking those cuttings. Uh, this will ensure that the cleanest possible start uh, for those products, eliminating the potential for harmful pathogens early on. This can be done basically through a cutting dip, you know, in a dunk tank or a bin, uh, and a drench of the media once the trays or your pots are full, depending on important if you're importing your cuttings from overseas
1: yeah and uh, just to add to that um, as Eric said you know it's one thing to to take your own cuttings um, and when you know your own sanitation practices but it's a completely different thing to uh, to bring someone else's problems into your greenhouse and make them your own Um, so the practice that Eric outlined uh, would certainly help growers even if they have been knowingly introduced harmful pathogens into their facility
0: Speaking of pathogens, what are some of the most common challenges that growers face during fall production from a plant disease standpoint?
1: Well, there there are a number of them really, uh, as far as foliar pathogens go. Uh, many growers have to fight powdery mildew, um, as well as bacterial issues such as pseudomonas, anthomonas, erwinia, and botrytis. Uh, these are all common throughout the country, so it's important to work preventatively by utilizing something like a non-residual chemistry that can eliminate uh, those pathogens and their spores on contact uh, before they're able to really establish themselves and you find yourself chasing the issue around the greenhouse. Mike, that's a great point. Uh, Utilizing a bactericide
2: fungicide uh, that also kills the spores, along with your conventional chemistries, uh, can ensure proper prevention and keep pressures at a minimum. Uh, This is also true for soil-borne pathogens uh, common problems that everybody knows, such as rhizoconia and pythium, are best handled preventatively uh, in the same manner. You know, Using a sporicide in conjunction with your conventionals uh, can go a long way in keeping soil-borne pathogen pressures low. And going a step further, uh, for those growers on mist systems, injecting a contact fungicide, algicide at very low rates through the mist can have a huge impact on the health of young poinsettias and mums. Uh, we often make recommendations to growers of injecting Xerotol 2.0 at 1 to 1,000, uh, up to 1 to 3,000 into the MIST system. This will provide growers with the peace of mind, knowing that they're always keeping the pathogens at bay, uh, even when they're not there. Uh, also, utilizing a non-residual chemistry that knocks back the inoculum on the plant, provide growers with the advantage of not having to change their entire spray program around uh, should a, a bigger problem arise later in the season. Uh, also, prolong the life of the chemistries that are designed to treat specific diseases.
0: Guys, this is great stuff. That is a lot of information on preventative and curative treatment of pathogens, certainly pertinent to the upcoming poinsettia and mum season. Um, I've also heard a great deal about certain insect pests that are more prevalent during during fall production, uh, specifically with poinsettias and mums. What are you guys seeing in the field and what are some of the recommendations you have for our listeners?
2: As far as insects are concerned, uh, you know, we see a great deal of pressure from fungus gnats, of course, uh, shore flies, and uh, everybody's favorite thrips and white flies. Uh, Fungus gnat larvae actually can be a big problem, but they're often addressed early uh, with media drenches that we discussed uh, earlier in the podcast. Uh, But for others, you know, again, it's often better to work preventatively. So using biopesticides is a great way to keep efficacy high and to keep your REIs low. Uh, there are many on the market now that are broad spectrum. and In the case of BioSeries WP and Azagard uh, in a tank mix, you can target the complete life cycle of the pest. So this will decrease the time needed to scout for the pest, you know, saving your labor dollars for other production needs, which I'm sure there are many. Uh, this also reduces the need for many expensive synthetic products that target only specific portions of the insect life cycle.
1: It's also important to mention when dealing with pests and production that we talk about the rotation of products. Uh, the IRAC codes are important to follow, especially with pests who reproduce so quickly, uh, where mutational resistance can occur, oftentimes more, much faster than we'd like to imagine. Uh, using an exempt product with no mutational resistance really throws a curveball to the pest and can really strength, strengthen the insecticide rotation. Um, as always, though, at BioSafe, we recommend um, whatever products you're using, you carefully read the label and always perform a jar test when tank mixing two products together. It's the cheapest insurance policy you'll buy for your operation.
0: So I think we've touched on some key issues today, such as sanitation, disease, and pest management. Um, I think that this is going to give our growers out there a great deal of information to take home, and it's information they can immediately apply to their upcoming production, and they'll see an increase of their crop and in their profits. Uh, Guys, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Chris. Appreciate the opportunity.
0: And if you want to... Reach out to Eric or Mike for some more advice. Uh, Eric can be reached at esmith at biosafesystems.com. Mike can be reached at Daruba. that's m-d-e-r-u-b-b-o at com. And again, and for those of you attending Cultivate, be sure to visit BioSafe's booth. That's booth number 3653. That's again, booth number 3653 at Cultivate, which is just right around the corner in July.